It's Wednesday, February 15th, and you're listening to a special edition of Delicious Talk. Episode 29 is the third installment of our Twilight series. Every time I close my eyes, I can touch the colors around me suddenly. Okay, so hi, I'm Nadine. And I'm Emma. And Emma's joining me on Delicious Talk tonight because we're chatting about Breaking Dawn, the, the release of a DVD, and, you know, just sharing our general thoughts on the whole Twilight saga. So have you gotten your DVD yet? I have not gotten my DVD yet. Usually I am the first in line to get the new Twilight movies, but this year I haven't. Me neither. And I think it's... Yeah, this movie did not impress me very much, so that's why I haven't been so quick to get it. Well, I, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I said I I wasn't excited when I saw it in the theater. Because I, I, you know, you're looking forward to it. You're looking forward to the continuation and how they're going to pull off this whole baby thing, you know. And I was kind yeah. of excited. I, 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 I liked the honeymoon part. and But then, you know, there were just some parts that I couldn't, I, that were just laughable. I <laughs> like, it's like, I agree. You know, it, it kind of insults your intelligence just a little bit. You know, you, you get caught up emotionally, but then you, you're your thinking mind is still there and you're like this doesn't make any sense <laughs> yes that's how i felt because i first read the twilight series when i was 13 so wow. i was just at that age when i was like oh my goodness and you know i was obsessed and now i watch it and i'm just like why do i like this so much yeah, i think it's, it's the like, emotional it's the emotional component it's like it grips you emotionally yes. it's compelling Everybody loves, you know, a true love story, you know, and, and this, the triangle really, um, I think, worked until she did this yeah. baby imprinting thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob imprinting Same. on their kid is the most ridiculous that, thing. That was really just a lazy way to uh, finish the story. And she, she, it was just a lazy plot device, I think. There are so many other things she could have done, and she chose that one, which totally. is not the right thing. Totally. To I totally agree. And, you know, I'm all for creative license. She can write what she wants. You know, it's her story. But I, I would have liked it to be a little more intelligent. And it just felt like the triangle. I said this before in a previous episode. The triangle just didn't go anywhere. It's like, you know... This is ridiculous. I mean, it, it might be interesting, an interesting idea for half a millisecond. <laughs> yes. But then it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing. I mean, it would have been much more interesting if she had Jacob imprint on a, another girl. And then Bella, yes. the conflict be Bella, you know, the fact that she's in love with Jacob. And so, you know, she's torn because now he's imprinted on someone else and she feels, you know, yeah. really and jealous I, about Yeah. That. And even if Jacob had still imprinted on the baby and it was still complicated, that would have been okay. But she did so many things. Like the thing where Renesmee ages really fast so she can catch up to Jacob mm -hmm. and all these things that just make it easy. And there were no right. complications or anything like that. So well, that I haven't read just... any of the books. So since you've read the books, how old is Renesmee at the end of break when the series ends? Um, I... I think she's only about three or four, 
But really? she looks like she, yes, but she looks like she's twelve because she ages so fast. So she, in human years, she's only three or four, but she's really around twelve. So twelve is as old as she gets. She's still not compatible romantically for Jacob. Yes. So how did that work in the books? They, they, there couldn't have been anything romantic between them. Yes, the whole time he was kind of more of a brother figure,、mm-hmm. and then you know it was more that kind of thing, like oh, I'll help you do this, and you know, kind of like a leader thing.、Right. And they didn't answer the question of if they ever ended up together.、Um, oh. The the ending of the book was really just that、um, Edward and Bella, you know, went off to their new house, and you know, it was that, and they didn't really. Uh, Stephanie Meyer didn't really、um, say what happened with Jacob and Renesmee in the end. Oh, so she kind of、yeah. left it. Left it. I、hanging. mean, you, you do. That's what I don't understand. But anyway, we can talk about some of the other things that don't make sense.、Yes. <laughs> yeah, there are so many. So in in the beginning,、mm-hmm. what did, what do you think about the first movie in retrospect that just is like, okay, you're insulting my intelligence with that, Stephanie. <laughs> Um, I just think the character of Bella is so dreary and bland, yes, and I know that you know that's the point or whatever. But I think they're just she should have added some personality or something because you can be an awkward teenager and still inside have your own intelligent thoughts and not just be some placid person. Yeah, and it's like in one sense Bella is interesting because. I'm experiencing the story through her eyes, and I think that's what made me, what drew me into the Twilight story. Because here is this experience that you could relate to. She's moved, you know, to this town that she's not all that familiar with. She's lived with her dad for a while, and you know, she's the new kid at school in the middle of the semester. So you can kind of relate to that aspect, and you get pulled into it. You know, she goes and、mm-hmm. she meets this guy, and he turns out to be. You know, a vampire. So that completely hooked me. But I totally understand and agree with you when you say she was just all. It's like she only existed to love Edward. Now, it's like she had、yes. no other dimension to her personality at all. Yes. I mean, it was. Yes. It really is so one-dimensional, Bella. Yes, I I completely agree. Also, the other thing is,、uh, this was more of a thing that they didn't translate through the movies, but in the books, you found out a lot more about Edward's siblings, and that's Alice is my favorite character because there was so much information about her in the books and made her so likable. And in the movies, she's just kind of portrayed as like this little, you know, like frilly girl, and who still, you know, is you know a vampire and all of that. But there are so many details that they left out about the rest of the Cullen family、right. that I think they should have added. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that happens when they try to condense it to a two-hour movie. That, yes. You know, and the books are massive. <laughs> yes. So you know they they have to sit and decide, or you know, the, what's her name, the screenwriter, forget her name, Melissa Rosenberg, I think. Melissa. Yes, it has to sit down and figure out, you know, what stays and what goes. But you know, I think for the most part, you know, we get、um, more of the Cullens' backstory in Eclipse. I think is when it first. It, yes, they first start giving you some history. Eclipse, Eclipse was my favorite movie. Breaking Dawn was my favorite book, but Eclipse was my favorite movie、um, of the Twilight series. And, and that's funny because Eclipse I, was my least favorite. <laughs> Oh really? Oh yeah. wow! I mean, there are scenes like in all of them that I like, 
but as far as like the movie on a whole, when I went to see Eclipse, I was, I think what really made me not like Eclipse was I just didn't like how, what a wimp Edward was in it. It was like, yeah. it was just such a wimp. I wanted to see him like give it back to Belle and just be like, I'm not putting <laughs> up with this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really did not like New Moon though. I love New Moon. That that, that really? was my favorite. Yes. There was this one scene though where Bella is very depressed, and they just the camera pans yeah. around her head <laughs> for like ten minutes. But the and song, is, the song that's playing, just makes up for it to me. It's like that part was stupid, totally. but the yeah, the song that's playing during that part. Um, that just I thought it was a great song it really communicated her her depression you know that she fell into and I, I so that it didn't bug me as much but I thought there could have been a better way to show the time was passing yes and, you know the spin around and the months passing it was like that was kind of silly yes <laughs> there could have been another way to do that another way to do it but I love the soundtrack I think that's why it's probably one of the reasons that's my favorite movies Yes, and, I have. I yeah. loved the New Moon soundtrack. That was great, yes. and also the Breaking Dawn one. I really liked too. I think there, there's only been one song that I haven't really liked throughout the whole movie soundtracks, which is very rare for me because I think it's hard to find a movie where every song on this soundtrack you like. Right. So, I thought they did a good job with music. Oh, absolutely! I think they've done an excellent job because it helps. I mean, with different music and scoring, these movies wouldn't be the same. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> yes. They would, the, 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 the corny dialogue, the corny situations would really be um, amplified if it had a, um, a lesser score and soundtrack going for yes. it. But it helps to, you know, elevate the emotions and, to, you know, and, and keep, you, keep your attention and keep you, go, you know, going through this ridiculous storyline. <laughs> Yes. Because at the end of the day, you know, that's why we wanted to do this podcast, because it is so silly. It is. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's not even that, you know, like so many people hate Twilight and have this pure passion to like to hate it. And I don't I don't feel that way. I think it's just I mean, I still like it, but it's it's just so silly. It's just kind of you want to look at it and go, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm I'm still a fan. I must say, I'm still a fan because of the the. It took it caught me off guard when I first heard the hoopla about Twilight with the books and everything. I was beyond not interested. It was not my thing. I've never read about vampires and werewolves, and I had no interest to do it. And so when when New Moon came out, and you know, some people encouraged me to try the first Twilight movie, rent it. And I was shocked at how how absorbed I got in it. So I think yeah. you know that because of that, because of how it, it, it I found it really entertaining. And um, I'm a fan. I just I just kind of wish that it was a little bit. But you know, then again, when you think of the audience that it's being written for, mm -hmm. I guess you can cut it some slack. Yes, that's true. Because... I'm a bit older. You know, <laughs> I'm <Yes>. 35. <laughs> So, you know, I'm kind of thinking more logically than emotionally. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, I've, I feel the same way. And, I mean, like I said, how I first got started on Twilight is same 
with you. I wasn't interested in vampires or anything like that. But I was flying to Canada, and my mom said, oh, I got you this book from the bookstore. You should read it on the plane. It's called Twilight, and it's about vampires. And I was like, vampires? <laughs> and then I read it, and I loved it. Exactly. So. Exactly. So it caught you off guard, and... Yeah. No, you you can appreciate this the uniqueness of the story. I had never, you know, even thought of anything like the rat like that happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it it was a good, you know, look at what if. What if you, you know, went to school for the first time and you met somebody and you were, you know, he was really hot and then you find out he's a 108-year-old vampire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so that part's exciting and interesting. Okay, so New Moon you didn't like. No, I did not like that. I like New Moon except for the end. I roll my eyes when it gets to the end when she goes off to Italy to save yeah. him. That to me then it just gets corny. But I did like the the showdown with the Volturi. And, and yes, I think Dakota Fanning did an excellent job, and that she did. Uh, she had a, a more serious role than she has had in other movies, and that she's doing. Uh, she did a really good job playing Jane. Yeah, even though she really wasn't in it much in New Moon. It was like a little yeah. small part. But, um, She'll be in it a lot in the next movie, though. In part two for Breaking yes. Dawn? Yes. Okay, cool. So then Eclipse. Yes, Eclipse. Which was your favorite? Uh, yes, Why? I liked it. Um, I, I did like the directing in that movie, and I liked uh, how they did all the action scenes. And mm. I think that movie was the most true to the book. Than the other three. Okay. I mean, they did recast Victoria, but that wasn't entirely their fault. Right. But um, I I don't know. That was just I thought that was better than the other three. I wasn't a fan of um, Bryce Dallas Howard as Victoria. Um, yeah. But um, she's okay. It was okay, and I like a lot of scenes in Eclipse. Like I I really like the. Um, the tent scene that was cool mm -hmm. um yeah. and some of the other scenes like when he gives her the ring um yes a little sappy but i liked it <laughs> yeah and was... um you know some other stuff about eclipse oh the part when, when in the beginning when she goes to she tries to go to see jacob and and he you know dismantles her truck yeah. <laughs> and won't let her go. So there's certain parts that, you know, I like, but I, I just, overall, it was my least favorite. I, I didn't like all the, you know, the vampires and how they were. It was weird because they, when they kill them, they broke like glass. That never happened before. Yeah, that was a weird way to show it. I did not picture it that way. Like, where did this come from? It just made it seem a little cartoonish to me. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right word, but... Yeah, because in Twilight, in the first movie, when James was killed, you couldn't really see what was going on, and I think that made it e even scarier. Yeah. And I think that's what makes a lot of ghost stories really creepy or scary books, because you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But in Eclipse, they completely showed the whole thing, and then it was just not as dramatic. And you know, it's like, James didn't break like glass... Right. You know, when they when they ripped them apart and burned them up or whatever. So I didn't I didn't understand that part. So that kind of threw me off and just uh, I don't know. And again, like I said, I didn't like how you know wimpy Edward was. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm I, I'm team I'm both I'm team Edward and team Jacob. I feel like she should be 
able to be with one for six months and then the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not both, you know? Yeah. But, um, but I really, you know, have a little soft spot for Edward sometimes. And I just felt like she was dissing him too much. And he should have really said something. Yeah. And Jacob just turns into such a jerk by the end of the third book. That, yeah, I especially in the book, I think because he's Taylor Lautner and all the like little preteens love him, that they kind of uh, dulled down his jerkiness in the in the movies. But yeah, like the when he kissed her, um, it was way worse than it was in the movies, and um. I don't know. I just, I really did not like the Jacob character. Oh, another thing is in the books, Breaking Dawn, almost half of it was through his point of view. And they didn't do that. that. I've heard that. Yeah. So, towards the end, I didn't like Jacob. Okay, so Breaking Dawn Part 1. I I spoke about this in our last Twilight um, episode. And uh, the whole Edward and Bella having sex while she's still human does yes. not make a lick of sense because he is freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. In He's freezing book, cold. In the book, she justified that by saying that uh, two vampires can't have sex together because they would both be so violent that they would kill each other, which is an interesting concept. So but the that, vampires don't, have, don't sleep together? No. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, so in the movies now, I guess they want to give the fans, you know, whatever. And I'm just, the whole time through the love scene, beautiful song, I must say. Yeah. I love the wedding song, I love that song. But I'm the whole time I'm just thinking, this has to be like having sex with a popsicle. Yes. Why and it, would what, this... <laughs> yeah, and it went on for quite a long time. I know. <laughs> like crazy. And then all she yeah. has is a, you know, just a few bruises in the morning. It's like, please, yeah. she have broken bones. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She broke the headboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that didn't fly. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it was just crazy. And then, of course, with the whole imprinting thing, which is... is you know, like we were saying, we don't, I don't think I need to believe her at that point <laughs> anymore. Yeah, it was just how ridiculous. Showed that it's already ridiculous. That how they showed that made it even more ridiculous. Him just falling to his knees and just oh my goodness, it was so sappy and just not done well. Wow. So. Yeah, it, it was. It was strange. Yeah. Very strange. Also, the thing that made like no sense, and I was like what are you doing, is when the wolves started talking. I know, like, I hated that scene. <laughs> How did that even happen? That never happened before. Why didn't they let them do that scene and the, the actors play that scene out? What, what's up with this wolf telepathy crap? It was so strange. And everybody in the yes. theater was just like, what the? <laughs> exactly. It was weird. Yes. <laughs> So I, I know they didn't intend for that scene to make people laugh, but that's exactly what happened. Yeah, there were a lot of scenes that they didn't intend to make people laugh, 
But they did. Like when she announced that the baby's name was Renesmee, everybody was laughing. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous name. It's like, you know, why did she try to combine these names? I, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've heard Stephanie Meyer say that, you know, the baby's a unique baby. And I think Bella says something like that in the movie. You know, she's unique. Or, mm-hmm. or Edward says, you know, like it fits the fits her because she's unique. But I'm just like, I mean, it doesn't even, you can't even say it without laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Esme. It, yeah, it just, it's not. I mean, EJ is, you know, not terrible, which would be the name if the baby had been a boy. It would be EJ because yeah. of Edward Jacob. And that's fine. But, that, that's, that doesn't, you know, raise an eyebrow. Like, what? Right. right. <laughs> but Renesmee. Why didn't she just, you know, like we said this on the previous episode as well. Why didn't she just say Renee Esme or Esme Renee? Yeah. Just exactly. What's up with the Renesme crap? But anyway, I guess Stephanie liked that name. <laughs> guess it sounded good to her. I find it, this is kind of changing the subject, but I find it hilarious that Robert Pattinson hates Twilight. He, <laughs> he hates Does he Twilight. hate it? He, does he's gone on interviews and just made fun of everything he was on an interview recently and he said oh yeah vampires are uh, their skin sparkles it's like my little pony <laughs> it was just completely <laughs> made fun of every point but that just shows you he has intelligence he's intelligent that's all he can't sit there and talk to you about it and take it seriously and not poke fun because it let's just face it, it it's funny <laughs> you have to it is I mean, because they barely sparkle in Breaking Dawn. I mean, during the right. we- the weddings during the day, isn't it? I mean, I know it's forks and everything, but <laughs> yeah, you you see him sparkle yep. for like two seconds on the honeymoon when when they're about to dive in the in the on the cliff off the cliff. He, you, I see yeah. the, I saw the sparkle for like two seconds. That was it. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of inconsistency so. with it. You know, it's it's just very you know i don't know and it's funny because i i i forget which commentary it was that stephanie was saying how she's a logic nazi on the on the set when they're when they're doing stuff and you know she gets into arguments with with uh, the producers and stuff about logic and i guess her logic is really selective then <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's painfully selective because wow. there's so many th- other things that that could have been um addressed so yes, it made a little definitely. more sense. <laughs> but it's done very well. It's made like over $700 million worldwide. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to part two. I'll be there. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely going to see it. And the trailer um, is, um, I think it's going to be debuted with the Hunger Games. Yes, it is. So, also, that I'm really excited for the Hunger Games. I haven't, I haven't read those books, so I, I don't know. If I, if I oh, those are really that. good. Are they? Those, yes, those make sense in every way. Okay. There was nothing like <laughs> I like that was like kind of skeptical. Yeah. It was. It's very good. It's a very good series. Okay. Well, that's yeah. So the the Breaking Dawn two trailer will debut there, and they showed the clip um, at the release parties, the DVD release parties. Did you see that clip? Bella is a vampire. No, I I missed that. Really? I have not seen that. Yeah, well, I heard yeah. about it, but I have not actually seen it yet. She's, um, you know, vampire her and Edward. It's a scene with she and Edward. And, um, oh. 
looks interesting. So we'll cool. have, have to, to see. Watch. Yeah. But any anything else? Um. Oh. Also, I'll just say more about who I am. I guess I have a YouTube channel called Emma yes. the Adventurous. Yes. So. And it used to be Emma likes Twilight. <laughs> yes, but I changed it. <laughs> One because people would say Emma likes Twilight and then just wouldn't check it out because they thought it was about Twilight, Twilight. which it's not. Yeah. And two because I'm starting to become less obsessed with Twilight and I didn't really <laughs> want that to be my channel name, so I changed it. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. So you can find her at Emma the Emma the Adventurous on YouTube. Yes. And you're on Twitter too. Yes, I am. But that is Adventurous Emma because there weren't enough characters allowed to have it be Emma the Adventurous. Okay, so it's, it's just Adventurous Emma. Adventurous Emma. And you can find her yes. there. And she has a lot of super cool videos on her YouTube channel. So check out Thank Emma. you. <laughs> All right. Thank well, thanks you. for listening. And thank you, Emma, for, for guesting tonight on Delicious Talk. You're welcome. It was fun chatting up Twilight and picking it apart with you. <laughs> Yes. And you'll hopefully you'll come back when Breaking Dawn Part 2 comes out. We can chat about that. Yes, I'd love to. All I would right. love to do that. <laughs> okay, so bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>